always one of my favorite days when David Hochberg walks into the studio because he walks in. He's like, did you get the numbers? Did you see it? Lisa, we're screwed. <laughs> we're not screwed. We're just we're heading towards the cliff and the brakes are out. We still got time. We can, we can save ourselves. Hopefully the steering doesn't go. But uh, yeah, the brakes are thin and the tires are are wobbly and uh yeah we the numbers don't lie so david hockberg is in studio you know him from team hockberg and the host of home sweet home chicago on saturday mornings at 10 o'clock tell him about the new you just told me the numbers about the credit inquiries okay brace for impact here listeners so typically during a quarterly period the trailing 90-day average the american consumer typically has 65 million inquiries for credit cards just that's just i want to see if i we can apply and right, get that card. apply for a yeah. credit card 300 million americans right 65 million is not that bad this past quarter okay we had 272 million inquiries a 400 percent increase during the past 90 days that's more than four times the regular amount okay in addition to that the New York Fed recently released, they, they monitor all of the credit card debt in the United States. We set a record last quarter. Congratulations, U.S. consumers. We hit $1.05 trillion. We're now at $1.08 trillion, an increase of $48 billion. I, I know it's one point, I know three and five is three, but you know the, the way they do their math, it's $48 billion worth of credit card debt is what we've increased as a consumer base, Americans as a whole. We've increased our consumer card debt by $48 billion in the past 90 days. Now, that doesn't take into account, Lisa, what we're going to go into this quarter. So we'll get these numbers for the quarter that we're in in January. Hmm. Okay, we have student loan payments began in October, and we've got the holiday season starting. So Shopping. We're, so we're going into the holiday season with 400% increase in credit card inquiries, okay, and $48 billion more in credit card debt. So here, I got something else going on here. The aggregate household debt balance has increased by $228 billion in the third quarter, 1% rise from third from second quarter. Okay, balances now stand at uh, $17.29 trillion. They've increased uh, mortgage balances. Hold on. Here's what I wanted to get to. Sorry. Okay. Balances on home equity line of credit, TLOCs. You know, I'm oh, a big fan. yeah, yeah. Okay, ready for this? Increased by $9 billion in the past quarter. So not only do we add $48 billion to our credit card debt, we've also taken $9 billion out of our home equity line of credits, which I'm a big fan of. I believe in that you know, wholeheartedly. If you've got equity in your home, use, use it, it to pay off higher price debt. Now the home equity line of credit balance is stand at $349 billion. So what does this tell you? It tells you that we have popped through the bottom, the, the pant button at, at dinner table, right? Mm. The belt is off. We can't even get the pants above our ankles right now. We're just so bloated as a country. So we have, again, I've been saying this over and over and over again. We need to stop buying things that we don't need with money that we don't have. 
And the challenge is, the reason the economy is so hot right now is because everybody's loading up on their credit cards. And all I've been hearing all day, I've been following CNBC and um, uh, uh, CNBC and all the squawks and boxes and all that stuff. Everybody's saying the Fed chair, he's not having this. He knows what's going on. And the Fed presidents in each of the districts, they know what's going on. People are spending money they don't have on things that they don't need. I just learned a new word today. What what word did you share with spaving. me? Spaving. Spaving. What's that? <laughs> it's a great word, everybody. Go ahead. I told David, I go, spaving is when you spend money because you think you're going to save money. So you're like, well, I need five of those because they're on sale. Yeah. That's like, I call it Elise Omics. My wife's name is Elise. She buys $100 worth of things we don't need. Okay? Then yeah. she sends back $75 of the things that we never needed in the first place. And she's like, I just saved the $75. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not how, how it works. works. <laughs> we still got $25 worth of crap we don't need. At least, I thank God I've got the money to pay for it. But stop spending money. Okay? Here's my favorite. I'm talking to John John Williams today. And I'm like, David Hochberg's coming in at 3 30 i can't wait to get him riled up he goes you shouldn't do that i try and keep him calm i go david hockberg calm is no fun <laughs> i love when john asks me questions about well, well what it, pmi is bad i'm like no it's not he's like using your home equity is a bad thing i'm like it's better than carrying 28 to 72 percent on your credit cards and higher interest rate loans here's a real question for you how does david feel about using a 401k loan to pay off a large amount of credit card debt yeah that's a tricky one okay if you have a listen again it's 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 monopoly money okay mm-hmm. if you're securing your job and the debt that you're paying off is tw- listen i'd much rather you take a 401k loan out of your secure job to pay off these upstart loans or these one main loans or these sofi loans um i'm, I'm trying to think lending club all of these shorter term anybody loans. who's named a ball stadium well well, well it's not only that like best egg I, you know these are company that our listeners are going i got one of those that are three years to seven year loans with 25 to 35 to 40% interest rates. I got a listener right now, $35,000, one of these loans, $35,000. This poor lady is paying $1,350 a month to borrow $35,000. That's the equivalent of close to a $200,000 mortgage payment. Now, if you took it out of your 401k, instead of taking out one of those goofy loans, the payment would probably be cut by at least a quarter, if not a you know a third mm-hmm. to a quarter. So I think they're good options when trying to pay down debt. Now, if you're going to take a 401k loan to pay off debt, then reload that debt, no, I don't think it's a good loan to take. If you're going to be dedicated to put the fork down, Right and mm-hmm. get in shape, and and start paying off your debt. I think it's a great option that you have to consider because you have to look at all the resources you have, and a four hundred one k loan is a valuable resource, especially if it's going to pay off debt and you're looking to buy a home in the future, and your credit score is going to determine the rate you get. It's a great loan. We love having him in studio. It's David Hochberg, Team Hochberg. You want to tap into that expertise, you can go to 56david.com or call 855-56-DAVID. That's 855-563-2843. We were talking about how many people are applying for credit. Somebody said, what happens when those people start filing lawsuits for bankruptcy? Uh, Yeah. Then what happens is their credit, well, the companies that extended the debt to them will get pennies on the dollar. Some might not get anything, 
okay? Because if you do a Chapter 7 blog, because I'm not a bankruptcy attorney, but I've I've talked with many over the past 23 years doing this line of work, uh, tw- Chapter 7 is a complete blowout, right, when all your debt's expunged. Chapter 13 is when you go and negotiate a settlement, some type of 10, 20, 30 cents on the dollar, depending upon, it could be more, right? It depends mm-hmm. upon how much, you know, the, the equity you have in your home and the assets and all this formula. So the companies will get less, but, but the companies are banking on this. They've already made a ton of money on you with the goods and services that they sold. You've already been paying interest on those cards for a short period of time or maybe a long period of time, and you just got above your head here. The, the, you know, the water finally clipped your nose, and, and you're drowning. So you got to pull the emergency cord. I don't look down on anybody that filed a bankruptcy or is thinking about filing a bankruptcy. It's there for our listeners who are having economic challenges and can't make their payments to hit the financial reset button. I've got tools to help those listeners who are thinking about doing it or have done it just to reestablish their credit. I know it sounds crazy. Why do you want to uh, reestablish your credit after you just blew the credit up? Because you're going to have to. You're going to need credit in the future. Everything that you do in this world revolves around credit. Even your car insurance. Hello? Even your home insurance. Even your rental insurance. You want to buy a ticket for an airplane. You're going to have to show some type of credit card to, to, to get your ticket. So... Um, uh, that's what's going to happen to those companies. But for the consumer, you can build your credit back, and I will help you build your credit back. I don't charge anything for it. You just have to have $500 to open up a King County Teachers Credit Union. Hey, can I send my kid to do that? Because he he works a full-time job. He works overtime. He's never had any credit, David. And he he applied. I thought, well, we'll we'll just apply for a credit card for you. They declined him saying, well, we can't give you a credit card because you don't already have one. Hello? I'm like, what what kind of sense does that make? This This is the problem. There are 44 million Americans who don't have any credit. How old is your son? 22. Okay. So your son's 22. As long as he's 18, he has $500, and he hasn't been, um, it hasn't defaulted on any loans at King County Teachers Credit Union. I think there's a high bar there that, that he'd be low bar enough yeah, that he might be able yeah. to clear those yeah. three. Then he, he applies. I'll give you the link. I'll introduce you to my team. He'll send him $500 within 14 days. He'll have a credit card. Oh, good. That's like a gift card. I mean, that's the way you got to right, look at right, it. It's right. got $500 worth of credit on it. Well, but, he just has to establish credit so he can go get a car loan. That's it. That's it. He'll get a pulse. And you know when you will tell that his credit's back? When the mailbox starts blowing up with oh, credit card offers. You're right. Okay? You're right. So then he'll know that he's there and then wait another six months to get a card to strengthen his credit. When we were talking about spaving, which is Americans spending money to save money, somebody said, Lisa, my husband always tells me, we're going to go broke saving money. <laughs> It's awesome. Like, yes. I'm learning so many things on the show today. Spaving and saving money to go broke. That that That's unbelievable. So here's another statistic for our listeners to chew on and get sick about. Fannie Mae, according to Fannie Mae's recent uh, uh, survey, 85% of consumers say now is a quote-unquote bad time to buy a home. According to Fannie Mae's Home Purchase Sentiment Index for October, consumer sentiment on the U.S. housing market is stalled by concerns over affordability and inflation. Mm. So my thought is the best time to get into at something, Warren Buffett, right? When everybody's running out of something, you run in it. Mm-hmm. How did Warren Buffett make all his money? By getting into stuff that everybody was running out of. So if you want to buy a home, now's the perfect time to buy a home because the hammer has switched from the seller to the buyer. The buyer has a lot more negotiating power today than you did at this time last year. And yes, you might have to suck on a higher interest rate for a shorter period of time, 
But I've got numbers to prove to you when the rates come down, and they will come down sometime in the future. We've been around this a long time, Lisa. What goes up goes down, and what goes down comes up. And when the rates come down, you're going to refinance and you're going to save a ton of money, pick up a ton of equity, because as the rates come down, everybody that's been on the sidelines and couldn't afford to buy a home is going to flood the is going to flood the zone mm-hmm. here, and they're going to be buying homes, and you're going to have a feeding frenzy because you're going to have an inventory challenge. The only saving grace is, this is going to sound cold-hearted, and I don't mean to sound cold-hearted, but as there is a turn in the economy, and as the economy slows down, our listeners, some of our listeners lose their job. As the inflation, unemployment numbers go up, the foreclosures also go up. And what happens is those foreclosures will then be put on the market and those homes will be available to buy. There will be some winners and there will be some losers. And unfortunately, some people are going to lose their homes, but that's capitalism, right? That's the way our system works. You can't protect everybody against everything. So when those homes come on the market, and I look back to, I'll give you two, I'll give you two towns, Romeoville, and Round Lake Beach, two different parts of our right. listening area. North and south. North and south. When 08 happened, I had listeners calling me homes in those areas that were 220, 230, selling for eighty to $90,000. Okay? I had people, listeners calling me in those areas. What am I going to do? My home just dropped $150,000 in value. It's not fair. That's what they said. I said, well, I'll tell you what. I go, it might not be fair to you right now. I go, but would you rather have somebody, a family of two or three or four in there that got an unbelievable opportunity to buy a home at a discount, eighty to $90,000 in Rowling Beach, they're going for sixty. Have a have a body, have four bodies in there, mom, a dad, two kids, spending money within the community, supporting local businesses, or have an empty home. And she said, well, obviously, I'd rather have, an empty, I'd rather have a full home and somebody supporting I go, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then that $60,000 home, the next one goes for sixty five. then the next one goes for sixty eight, And then as the inventory starts getting uh, dispersed and there's less inventory available, the values go back up. And sometime in the near future, your home will be worth $250,000 again. Guess what? 10 years later, 12 years later, oh, yeah. it's well over 250000 just at that specific time. So my point is, we're not making any more dirt in this country. Right. Okay, there's only so much That's space. That's what the farmers say. That's why the price of farm ground is going up, because you're not making more dirt. You ain't making any more dirt. So if you're looking to buy a home, I, I would not be scared of this market. And all the realtors out there, I talk, ah, nobody wants to buy them. That's a bunch of crap. People are buying homes every single day. If you're a buyer now, okay, I'd be more concerned if I was a seller, because now you got the buyers got the power. So it's, it's, and if you got to sell your home, you got to sell your home. So uh, if you're a buyer, it's a great opportunity to buy a home. I don't care what these 85, I respectfully disagree with the sentiment of these 85%. And I'm on the, I'm the side of the 15%. I'm, I'm for the underdog here. And I think you should go out and buy a home if you're ready to buy a home because it's a great time. And when the rates drop down, we'll just, you'll just refinance into a lower rate. Call and talk to him. David Hochberg, Team Hochberg. Listen to Home Sweet Home Chicago, Saturdays at 10. His number is 855-56-DAVID. That's 855-563-2843. Big, big show this weekend. Wendy's filling in for me. I got Parents oh. Day at the University of Iowa, Megapros Jeremy, Corey from Blue Sky, Julie Gomina, divorce attorney, and uh, Janelle Iacchino from Rose Pest Solution. Uh, Great lineup. lady.